day. So every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past, but we damn sure can make a difference today. Welcome to episode 100 of Shop Talk. It's a super special episode for us because we are also discussing the Rookies 100th episode for hours. So uh, there was a lot that happened in this episode. Uh, We had Balin's wedding, Chenford moment. We got to see the whole group together. It was like just, it was great all around. Uh, So we're just going to talk about some news real quick and then just dive right in. Yeah, it definitely felt like a 100th episode for sure. Mm -hmm. So we had a couple of articles drop after the episode. Um, The Hollywood Reporter shared one um, talking to Nathan. He was talking about like what keeps people come what keeps people coming back is the time that they spend with these characters. Um, He also teased like, you know, anytime you throw two different characters in a squad car together, like, you know, you're going to get different dynamics um, and people are tuning in for that. And apparently he teased the possibility of new romantic plot lines during season six, which we may or may not have seen maybe one of those last night. So we'll talk Mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Nathan also said the guest star who has stood out the most to him. um, And he's had the most fun with is Pete Davidson. Um, Which is ironic because he wasn't actually in this 100th episode. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, we missed Pete. Like, yeah um and then nathan also talked about the real world events that the rookie cast and crew had to contend with like the black lives matters movement um cop shows being under scrutiny uh the live weapons ban the rookie fed spinoff like cancellation uh the strike all that um and then he also talked about what he hopes the legacy of the rookie will be uh he hopes that it's gonna be one of those like classic TV shows that people always think about when they think about cop shows and something that they think about when thinking about a reset. Um and he wants it to become not iconic but culturally embedded. And he and he said if a legacy means it has to end first, he hopes that their legacy doesn't come for a while yet. I hope mm-hmm. that too. Please keep the show going for a yeah. long time. Well, didn't Alexi say, like, let's go make a hundred more or something? Yeah. Like, we fully yeah. support that. <laughs> yeah. No, literally, I was so excited last night to watch this episode. Like, it made my day. And I was just, like, kind of in a blah mood before. And then Mother Nature had to happen and, like, like interrupt my entire ABC channel. So I had to, like, live stream it. Oh, my gosh. I was like, I've never done that before. I really hope that, like, everything's fine, but yeah Mm -hmm. so no i this show just gives so much serotonin it's my new comfort show for sure (laughs) so yes please let's keep it going for another hundred more actually Mm -hmm. 150 i don't know keep it going (laughs) (laughs) that would put us into like season 11 territory or something it's not impossible though that's true you know other shows are doing it so yeah i mean we're already on season six it's just another five seasons you know (laughs) um the tv line article also there was one um that was talking to like they were talking with alexi about the lie detector scene um and i feel like he had said this in another article because i read it somewhere 
or they just kind of shared a snippet of it from TCAs, but he said they're always looking to walk a fun line with Chenford and their relationship. So it was a fun way to get to the next stage, um, but also throw on a complication. And it was fun to shoot. Uh, Melissa also thought that the scene was adorable. And it was one of those exciting situations where Alexi was directing so they could like collaborate with him, see what fit, see what didn't fit. Um, and then Alexi had shared on the Thorsten of it all that he's still trying to come back from being shot at the end of the season. Um, and this is part of his journey and the kiss between Felina and Aaron was obviously a misstep. Which, yeah, I've seen some chatter about that and... Oh, really? I hadn't hadn't seen it um, because I was live tweeting, so I didn't actually, I didn't like see it happen the first time. I just Mm, heard and then I was like, oh, she's wait, it was kind of a blink and you miss it thing. And I wonder if it was that blink and you miss it. Well, it was because the cut was like back and forth, like, yeah, very fast. I don't know how to explain it. Was the blink and you miss it moment that was ex- that was kind of teased to us about Chenford? Oh, like the one that'll launch a thousand gifts or whatever. Yeah, I I'm assuming that one was the the um the ring moment. Um, yeah, yeah. After the fight. Yeah, which was something. That was something. I but... don't know. I wish someone could tell us if we were right or not. I know. Like I think Alexi. it was more about Chenford, but like <laughs> when I'm thinking about the scenes from last night, I'm like, but which ones were they? I mean, maybe like their hand placement when they were doing the lie detector scene or because they like lingered on them for quite a while and like focused on them. So I don't know. It d- didn't seem like a blink and you miss it. The the Selena and Aaron kiss seemed more like a blink and you miss it thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I literally screamed so <laughs> for good like in a good way but i did not see it um i did not see it coming to be yeah. honest oh yeah i didn't see it coming either but then i don't know i have more thoughts that we'll talk about later um and then alexi also said that aaron's trying to navigate the line of getting back on duty um when sometimes that isn't the same as treating mental health so and that was kind of alluded to last night just the way that he was talking to nyla about it so yeah do you want to take us through the episode description yeah so next week's episode uh, is called trouble in paradise and it reads nolan and bailey's honeymoon is more of a nightmare than a dream when it turns into an active crime scene that actually kind of rhymed sorry (laughs) meanwhile tim and selena partner up and must uncover the identity of a john doe so and they just posted pictures mm-hmm. or well we posted them on twitter abc posted them a little bit earlier today on the press site so uh, if you follow us on twitter and haven't seen those they're our last post online yeah i love days, that so. it looks like bailey has a camcorder mm-hmm. like from like the early 2000s mm-hmm. it was great yeah um also their outfits total beach vibes for sure yeah um and then in celebration of our 100th episodes we have some new merch designs on our t public store our very talented friend and designer um at cuz our epic on twitter and gotta love chenford on instagram 
created um a very cute design to celebrate the hunters and rookie episode so mm-hmm. everyone's included on it um yes and like so. pretty much everyone in the cast reposted it on their yes. instagram stories and and the whatnot, rookie account and like just... commented on it shared it yeah. like via melissa's oh my god mm-hmm. i was freaking out for her oh yeah i i um messaged her and i was like did you see this did you see yeah. this how about this one <laughs> yeah she so. was like i'm so overwhelmed i'm usually asleep when all of this happens i'm like you deserve oh, every cool. bit of this mm-hmm. but it's so good and there's like close-up shots if you follow uh her, her on instagram yeah uh it's it's great the detail and just i mean it's amazing like yeah um, and then we also created some ship related merch, um, which is fun. So yeah, check those out. Um, T Public is always having sales. So yeah. But with that, we'll just jump right into the episode because there was a lot. I mean, this mm-hmm. definitely felt like a 100th episode for sure. Yeah, there was a lot. So we're going to start 602 off with, obviously, Balin's wedding. Uh, the cold open had John and Selena being called to a, well, noise complaint scene. Um, but they were specifically called because of the same singer from last year, which in real life is Xander Hawley. Um, okay. and the singer on the show is the one that sings the daddy cop song. So, uh, this time around a i don't were they a choir or something yeah was, like a gospel uh, choir enlisted to help sing the song and i mean the the zoom on the camera was a little confusing at first um like in on their faces and eye contact mm-hmm. but i guess it was just to make it intense uh but then john uh he just kind of turned looked around at everything and everyone and walked away yeah and there was uh, someone that like jumped out of the van too and like yeah. was playing the guitar. oh right yeah mm-hmm. so. yeah and uh gray saw this all on selena's uh body cam footage and i kind of asked her to explain and she was like well you see and he's like i'm waiting <laughs> and then cue the music uh the way that he like the music came up to her and he was like i'm waiting i was like oh my god this is about to be such a good episode yeah it was funny uh and we got the theme song or you know the music uh with the title card this time around so that was fun did you catch the gold 100 on it i did i did yeah that was very cool because they did that for when they had their party and whatnot yeah Um, you know like a gold 100 so definitely cool and after well after the cold open uh we cut to Balin having a coupley moment in bed and then um henry actually ends up calling um bailey in a little bit about the airport well he missed his flight He's not on one because the airport essentially went bankrupt. And so, yeah, he's not on a flight right now. And Bailey is going to plan B 
uh, and telling him to get on a bullet train. And so he, you know, says he'll do that and, you know, they'll keep in touch. Um, and the guests of the hour to uh, Balin's house uh, are who John thinks is Pete and Chastity, but it's actually not. It is Skip Tracer, Randy, and Chastity. Uh, apparently, he and Pete agreed to do this brother swap where Randy will be essentially acting like Pete, which apparently includes role-playing and all this nonsense. Um, and Chastity is helping him with his kissing. But that's all. <laughs> they yeah. had to emphasize that um because Randy just wants pete swag that's what it is yeah well because poor pete had six thousand dollars in parking tickets apparently so he couldn't show up to a cop's wedding um <laughs> and i thought it, they just really went the extra mile with this of randy actually being the one to try to arrest pete mm -hmm. um for the bounty and but after finding out that he was Nolan's half-brother, they came up with the brother swap scenario. Yeah. Um, they probably could have just brought Randy back in and been like, you know, he could have just been like, but John, we're besties. Like, you know, I should be here. Mm -hmm. Am I your, yeah. like, best man? Yeah. But it was funny to have Chastity and Randy. And they were just, like, an odd couple. I was like, all right, this is an odd pairing, but I'm here for it, so... It was so, yeah, I didn't even really, I just thought they were just bizarre, but hilarious. Mm -hmm. um, and so they kind they obviously, they have a lot of wedding planning to do, uh, John and Bailey. So they kind of are just like, you know, the guest room's over there, you know, have a good rest of your day. We're going to go now. Um, and so thanks to Aaron's help with the venue change, they're, you know, excited about having this different venue but a little stressed out with the grandeur of everything um you know everything has to be more like more flowers more decor more food more just everything and bailey seems a little bit stressed out by that john's always trying to be the calmer one about everything as they're talking with their wedding planner who was also having quite the day because her girlfriend was cheating and her assistant quit so that kind of added to the wedding planner stress, which then prompted Bailey to want to help out a little bit more. And so as they're kind of in the middle of the conversation, um, John's phone rings and Hugh Wesley <laughs> calling him about the deposition. He's essentially like, where are you? And he's like, where am I? I'm doing wedding planning stuff. What do you mean? And I just love this, the lines, because Wesley was like, you forgot about the deposition? And mm -hmm. Hugh, John's like default expression, I forgot about the deposition. Like he's so, yeah. oh, like shocked. Um, so yeah, and his uh, deposition is with Oscar, as in Oscar from like every other season of The Rookie. He's, he's literally been in every yeah. single season. Um you know at least once so yes oscar is back um and so he he needs to be there uh in order for wesley to try to kind of bargain for a continuance um and so he tells bailey that he'll be back he doesn't tell her where 
he's going. He just says it's a surprise, um, which I thought was an odd choice of words. Yeah, he kept saying um, it's a surprise place. I'm like, what's so surprise about it? Like, yeah. nothing is surprised about this. Yeah. Also, and, like, of course, they can't have a normal, like, day before the wedding. You nope. know. Can't do no. it. Impossible. <laughs> uh, and so he does eventually go to meet um, Wesley and Oscar. Of course, Bailey doesn't tell John about Henry calling either at first anyway. Because Henry ended up calling again as John was leaving. Well, calling Bailey. Um, and she, you know, found out that he missed the bullet, the bullet train. Therefore, now they're going to plan C, which is, I don't even know. It cuts yeah. off before we know exactly yeah. how he gets there. Um, I will say I loved that Bailey was like, I'm going to help you with this. Like, we're not going to tell your dad that you're having, like, so many issues getting home. Like, mm-hmm. It'll be fine. Yeah. And if that wasn't crazy enough, all this stuff has already happened. Uh, Randy and Chastity, um, we see earlier when they kind of are in the doorway, they kind of see Bailey's wedding ring. uh, And it's implied that they're going to role play using said wedding ring. Um they come into the station and admit that they have lost said wedding ring so and you know they they told lucy because lucy's the you know the best detective and randy thought you know that would be the one person that would be able to understand (laughs) um little do they know that john and lucy used to date and now they're gonna ask lucy to go help find bailey's wedding ring i didn't even think about that but yeah like that's funny and but also role playing role playing wearing the wedding ring and like it just it's all just weird and it was just mm-hmm. a lot and i was like this is very skip trace of randy and like john nolan ask but also yeah i don't know it was just crazy yeah so and obviously bailey doesn't know yet that her ring is missing so this just adds another another layer to the uh day before uh and so back at the i guess da's office um this is where we then see well john and wesley talking to oscar and apparently he invoked a change of a change of counsel if i could speak um because who walks in oh it's monica like great of all the lawyers um it's gonna become a recurring guest star too yeah Mm mm-hmm and uh her and wesley they kind of go back and forth about you know um because oscar's suing john because of the um injuries he sustained from well last last year last season um in the hospital even though you know he was trying to do such a good thing with the transplant um and it's just like seriously come on now um yeah so that's what's happening and uh monica had requested that john hand over his phone because it could contain information that they wouldn't want him deleting if he got the chance about you know his it's alluded to like his feelings about oscar and the whole situation um and even though john denies that there's anything on it um 
he does eventually hand over the phone. Um, so there's that. So now Bailey has no ring and John has no phone. That's where we're at <laughs> with them. Uh, Great start. Yeah. Yeah. And they still have to go talk to the DJ about, um, you know, playing at their reception. Because um, Bailey had offered to kind of take that task out of the wedding planner's hands um, and then go do it. And um, when John arrives and Bailey had tried to call him, she asked where his phone was and he said he lost it at the surprise place. Again, she still doesn't know what the surprise place is, but mm-hmm. she now knows that he has no phone. And they do eventually get to talk to uh, the DJ, Bebop, <laughs> and he's on the phone with someone and he's just openly admitting to some, I mean, like having drugs, um, selling them, you know, having a knife, like all these like little things. But then he mentions a felony, which John can't ignore being a cop. So uh, he's actually forced to. Uh, place the DJ under arrest. So, no ring, no phone, no DJ. Mm-hmm. Okay, the tally is the tally is uh, rising. zero. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just love how John like went to go walk away. Like he was like, "I'm gonna go be out in the car," mm-hmm. and he's like, "Nope, I can't leave." Knowing yep. this, like, mm-hmm. yeah, because Bailey Bailey desperately wanted him to ignore, you know, yeah. the the more minor um indiscretions uh but he just really really couldn't uh so yeah and obviously eventually i mean thankfully they do get the ring well tim helps get the ring back Mm -hmm. um and so that's good um bailey still has no idea that it's missing though um because when they give the ring back they're you know um assuming giving it back to like chastity and randy um because they're the ones that told them about it um so poor bailey had tried to get a hold of john but he didn't pick up until he got his new phone uh and apparently the flower shop had tried to call him and thought that he had ghosted them so they sold Balin's flowers. So now they have no flowers. No flowers, no DJ, no ring. At least John has a phone now. Yeah. But now they're they're three one, really, is yeah. what the score is right now. Yeah. And uh Can I just say had... that I love your love that you're keeping track like this? Oh no, I am. I know. I wasn't even like intending to. I just kind of it just I mean it just kind of added up like they have a lot of things that are just going wrong and Mm -hmm. then they end up not having them yeah um in the grand scheme of things and Bailey had said that they tried to call her like the flower shop had tried to call her but she may have been on another call which is assuming to be with Henry trying to get him there yeah um and um then the wedding cake had to be delivered to their house today uh, because the bakery is apparently not open tomorrow and no one told Bailey that when she ordered said cake. And Bailey's really stressed out now because uh, said cake has coconut in it, which John is is very much allergic to. And I don't think we need that. 
before this episode or if we no. did i missed it i don't um, think so but like also why wouldn't the bakery like when they were taking the order be like hey we're actually not going to be open tomorrow i know and you would it's... assume that like balen's getting married on like a pretty kind of popular day like i don't know like maybe a saturday whatever that's usually when weddings are so mm -hmm. i don't know just kind of weird but yeah yeah so um and i love how the delivery guy was just like well he doesn't have to eat it and bailey's like it's our wedding cake like of course of course my husband you know is going to have the wedding cake um so um chastity kind of comes in towards the end of this and you know sees bailey with the cake and um how you know frustrated she is and um bailey had asked her if she could help with the cake and she was like oh no i'd burn the whole kitchen down um but she reassures bailey that they can call in uh reinforcements so uh this is where we get a girls night uh that happens and chastity selena nyla angela and lucy well for a tiny bit of time anyway lucy's there mm -hmm. um the girls night turns into the wedding cake baking session uh to create a brand new cake for the wedding tomorrow and they had i guess you know baked the cake um and as soon as lucy had to uh make a mad dash out of there which you'll talk about uh why yeah. nyla was just like run because they're doing yeah. fondant flowers <laughs> uh, so yeah lucy lucy got out of there uh, at the right time and we never saw the final version of the cake you know what no we didn't and like they shared behind the scenes or whatever of the wedding and they shared the drink menu which we didn't even see beforehand anyway mm -hmm. but we never saw the cake that's true i, I would have loved that. to see it mm -hmm. yeah and we also had the guys having their own kind of get together uh, but really it was because since they didn't have any flowers john had an idea and went to this i don't know like market or something to you know mm -hmm. pick up some flowers but he needed help to arrange them and everything uh so we see him talking to wesley and gray um and tim and aaron are also there eventually we see them um and they're just you know all kind of talking uh or venting uh about some things including the deposition and you know other issues that they've been having um and so we have a girls night and a guys night which was really cool because that was on my wish list so yeah. i was really happy no we um, both wanted i at least wanted a girls night and i mm -hmm. can't believe i mean it's everything that we ever wanted yeah. right like i just wish it would have lasted longer but mm -hmm. like we could have another one it's fine just mm -hmm. can we have it in some way again yeah yeah it was great and, though yeah i just love how john was like it's not a bachelor party yeah not a bachelor party <laughs> <laughs> but randy was so insistent on throwing it because mm -hmm. it was you know part of the deal with pete and all that so it technically worked out um, yeah all in all also and like Oh, yeah. we should have seen tamara at the girls night i mean i know that like her and bailey aren't like really friends but that would have been great mm -hmm. i don't know yeah but yeah 
Uh, so the next morning we see Balin again, somewhat calm or, you know, laying in bed together, talking about how no matter what, as long as they're married by the end of the night, that's all that really counts. Uh, Bailey did finally tell John that Henry was having some travel issues, but she assured him that he'll be there for the ceremony. And she didn't want to worry him while he was dealing with all this other stuff. Plus, he didn't tell her about the deposition. She had heard about that last night, um, the night before at the, at the girls' night. And despite all these setbacks and all this craziness that happened the day before for them, uh, Bailey and John's wedding did actually turn out wonderful. I mean, the setup was beautiful. Their vows were great. Bailey's dress was perfect. And like, you know, Henry finally made it there and was, you know, John's best man. And um, they like know. didn't really make a big deal about Henry being there. Like I like looked up and he's there. I'm like, oh, like, mm-hmm. I feel like they kind of put enough emphasis on him being there that I would have thought yeah. that they would have like shown Mm-hmm. a reunion scene between henry and john but yeah like, or okay. just been like a thank gosh you're fine you know thank god you're yeah. here um yeah that's true i didn't even think about that but yeah we also got we got jayla and wolfhez exchanging conversation about outfits well angela and nyla talking about outfits in the way all girls can relate to mm-hmm. meanwhile wesley and james were just like i picked out a suit oh you did i did too it has a tie Mm -hmm. oh my god mine too like they just made you know kind of making fun of it but also it was just it was hysterical when i Um, say that i love that foursome i mean it and i need more of them please yeah it was great glad that they had like a little moment though it was good Mm -hmm. yeah and we also got to see um luna and gray which i didn't mention this in the earlier part of the episode but we had seen them um Mm -hmm. you know uh chat for a moment in his office before she uh jetted off but we see them at the uh wedding and she was telling him about her plans to complete her social work degree um aka she hadn't really been doing the book group that she had been talking about earlier she's really been taking classes she just didn't want to tell him until she was sure that she could do it uh, and she graduates soon and starts her like job placement at a hospital so uh yeah knew she finally made it to her uh, you know next chapter um and so once everyone's seated and you think, oh, okay, it's finally going to happen. They're, you know, Bailey's going to come out and, you know, they're going to get married. No, because the minister is stuck in traffic. So let's recap, shall we? They, well, they have flowers. They have yeah. flowers now. Um, it's assumed that Bailey has her ring. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, No, she does because we saw it. Yeah, they still have no minister. They have no minister. I guess they also had a DJ because Randy DJed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they just have no minister now. So now they're, you know, one down. That's fine. Um, and so John asks if there's anyone who can officiate the wedding. Of course, Randy immediately jumps up because why wouldn't he? And 
uh, Grace peeks up and tells him to sit back down, <laughs> which I thought was so funny. He was just like, sit back so down. Funny. Grace's yeah, like, I'm fine. not putting up with this man's BS. Like, yeah. I will do this. Yeah. Did you um, see the look on his face, like, during the rewatch? I was yeah. like, oh, Gray's just not having this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, even his, like, I got this after. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, you just know that he's, like, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Gray is going to officiate. Uh, and Balin exchanges their vows, which were, like, so nice. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't get to appreciate them as I was live tweeting as much anyway. Yeah. But then, like, they're, like, you know, getting all emotional. And, I mean, it, obviously, Nathan and Jenna are good actors. But just, like, it was just so nice. Like, yeah. yay. Good for them. Um, I'm just glad that it went off, like, finally. Yes. Because it was, like, the no good, very bad day, like, mm -hmm. leading up to it. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and I also so loved how Gray officiated it. Because mm -hmm. I feel like him and John have come a long way since season one. Oh, so true. <laughs> when you know gray like hated him so to see gravy like i'll officiate the sweating like it was nice to kind of mm -hmm. see like their growth so yeah yeah and so they exchange their vows and rings and everything and gray pronounces them uh mrs and mr john nolan <laughs> which i kind of thought was funny just i don't know bailey just seems like the like independent kind of Mm -hmm. like woman but then at the same time i was like no it's you know i guess traditional or tradition to yeah. say something like that um but regardless bailey and john are finally married uh so that's exciting and so we cut over to the reception um randy is djing uh like i said before uh and chastity's there like helping him in the booth or something and james comes over and shares a playlist full of songs assuming like for balen because of the fact that randy was djing i'm assuming and uh he walks back over to nyla and it's like you know no i got i got it because mm -hmm. <laughs> she was kind of oh you had this playlist the entire time and he had apparently made it as soon as they found out randy was gonna be the dj so so yeah funny. and we we actually got to see like people dance which mm -hmm. was fun um they and... had to pay like a ton of money for the rights to those songs or whatever to be used like it was mm -hmm. bust a move a j-lo or an uh alicia key song and a john mm -hmm. mayer song that were played oh did i kept oh did i not hear the john mayer song that I was uh not. when they showed tim Oh, I wasn't paying attention to the song. I, was I wasn't either until, nice until I saw it on too. Twitter. I wouldn't have known that it was Jean Mayer, but yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so the reception goes well and um, until towards the very end uh, when John's, you know, advised of Selena being MIA. So he and the rest of the team kind of have to take off and Bailey tells him, to not die on their wedding night um and so you know he kind of like nods at her um and then i know you'll get into that a little bit later uh but then at the very very end of the episode uh john comes home he sees <clears throat> he sees bailey uh just laying on uh the bed still in her uh wedding dress 
and <laughs> she can't move her body. She she is completely done uh, from the Which day. Which is a whole mood. Whole oh, mood. yeah, for sure. Uh, and so John just kind of uh, mimics her movements and lays down uh, next to her. And, um, I mean, he had kind of, you know, started to throw a couple things in a suitcase and whatnot to start packing because they leave for the airport tomorrow uh, or, you know, in a few hours or whatever. Um, I don't really know, like, what time is because it was nighttime by the time yeah. he had come back. Um, so, yeah, we they're married and now they're, you know, they're going on their honeymoon, which we'll see next week. So yeah 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 it was it was a good wedding i'm glad that mm-hmm. it happened and it definitely felt like an homage to like you know the rookie fans and the cast mm-hmm. and crew you know mm-hmm. for a hundred episodes but i mean yeah. it felt like a giant party like when they were mm-hmm. dancing at the reception i was like okay how much of this is scripted versus how much of it is just like kind of ad-libbed or like you know like they got mm-hmm. to decide on and sean and Alyssa yeah. kind of talked about it in a tv insider uh video but about mm-hmm. like them dancing and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it was great and i'm glad that it was actually i think it was at least 15 minutes like the whole yeah. like, wedding and reception 15 20 minutes i think because i was so, like oh they're really gonna like yeah give a lot to this so because that was also on my wish list to at least have it be <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes of a scene so yeah there we go we got it and it was it was good mm-hmm. well um, and we didn't to totally know that like selena was gonna be like kidnapped or whatever mm-hmm. we just knew that she was gonna have a lead in the case which i honestly thought could have been like the whole case with her and aaron like i didn't even think that it could be a new one so mm-hmm. yeah it was interesting but Next, we have Chenford. I mean, this was just as much of this episode was like an homage to like fans and the rookie cast and stuff. I feel like it was an homage to Chenford too, because you know, I mean, people have shipped them since day one. So, mm-hmm. um, they're walking through the station, going to Tim's office, and Tim's like, "There's nothing to talk about," you know, like we are moving on now lucy wants to chat still um he recaps why they fought says they're moving on she's like i appreciate the efficiency but we need to engage in healthy communication and he's like a little peeved about his her statement i mean rightfully so like i get why they're at odds with each other she then points out that if she starts or has to start another deep uc assignment that there's real issues there that have to be discussed and tim wants to deal with them if they come up um and tim's like i'm ending this like i gotta go to work you have to go to work we'll talk later so like we had mentioned before in the in the attempt to get bailey's wedding ring back lucy tracks down angela they she gets some intel on the hammer who apparently bought the ring from the pawn shop um and somewhere along the line tim joins their conversation and gives his input and he tells her that she wants no part of the hammer. Um, but Lucy's like, well, I have to go in. So, you know, I have no choice. And Tim's like, I'll go with you then. Um, Lucy shuts that down pretty quick. And they're going back and forth with Angela standing right there. And you can just mm-hmm. tell on her face that she's so curious as to what's going on. Um, at what point she speaks up and she's like, well, I can go too. Um, and... 
so then like lucy accepts his help they walk away and angela's like maybe i'll grab some popcorn and tim's just (laughs) like you're not funny and she's like i'm hysterical just ask wesley i love them more scenes of these three please like angsty happy i don't care i just need it yeah but yeah it was good um and chenford's at the hammer's apartment building tim's like you know he's got a standing felony felony warrant we could go and kick his door down that's the good news but lucy reminds him about the hammer buying the ring legally which is bad news because he's under no obligation to give it to them and he'll be less likely inclined to give it to them when they do arrest him um plus we find out he's called the hammer because he likes to fight and likes to fight the police more so chenford's like both nervous to go to the door it was kind of refreshing to see tim be nervous too you know Mm -hmm. he was like ladies first Mm -hmm. um just because i feel like we don't see him nervous a whole lot not like when it comes to the job Mm -hmm. um so lucy knocks on the door we cut to the hammer weightlifting he is a big dude i mean like Mm -hmm. huge huge um so lucy tells him that the ring was stolen they need it back she's serious tim's like you gotta listen to her like you know she's she's telling the truth here the hammer is like i paid a thousand dollars for it which is great but they're willing to make a trade and they say that if he gives them the ring they'll give him a head start um he's not going for it obviously because why would he that'd be too easy um he's like eventually i'm gonna get caught and you guys needing something for me well that's an opportunity so he wants a fair fight and if they beat him he'll give them the ring and put their cuffs on if he beats them he'll keep the ring and still put the cuffs on so chenford like and they're in sync with their like look to each other and tim's like you gotta fight him like you know that's just how it has to be she argues with him saying that she has to look amazing and dress tomorrow no one will care what tim looks like which i was like that's that's like a like a slight burn um but also i mean (laughs) kind of fair like people would be like why is lucy like beat up also this guy is huge and she's Mm -hmm. not fighting him like we're not doing that and i'm like kind of annoyed that tim would be like yeah so you gotta fight him i'm like dude no like i kind of felt like he was just being like oh well she didn't you know she didn't want me to go with her okay now she's here yeah okay fight him like there yeah. you go i don't know he's pro- probably like that i don't really know but yeah well that well, that and like she kind of got herself into this in a way yeah. by like saying she would help but i was just kind of like dude you see how big this guy is why mm-hmm. would you be like yeah you can fight him yeah. <laughs> but yeah so um so tim and the hammer are gonna fight he's handing her his duty belt and she's like you got this little chunford moments i did not pick up on that the first watch and i almost didn't on the second and then i was like wait what was that thanks to closed captions this fight is intense tim's thrown around he's literally like thrown against a wall pushed up against the tv like it's just it's a lot he comes at the hammer lucy goes to help him up he's like he like motions for her to like stand back tim then gets the upper hand by hitting him with a weight and the hammer gets weights too like i'm like okay so now we're bringing in like however heavy weights these are those are quickly discarded the hammer then picks tim up and slams him down into the bed tim then wraps his legs around him like around his waist which i thought that was hilarious like i could not stop laughing 
Oh, is that what he did? See, I couldn't tell what the heck he did to, like, get the guide to move yeah. off of him. Yeah. Well, he was, like, the hammer, like, picked him back up or whatever. And, like, Tim had, like, wrapped his legs around him. And then he, like, slammed him down again. And then that's when Tim got him off. Um, But it was just, like, so funny. And I was thinking back to the, like, 15-minute fight scene that, like, Nolan had with that one guy. They were, like, hobbling around. Remember? Oh, right. Yes, the warehouse hobble. How could yeah. we forget? <laughs> Literally one of the best. Um, I was like, this one is better. Like, it, it was just more like action packed. The hobble yeah. one, though, will live on. That one is mm-hmm. iconic for its yeah. own like sake. But um, well, that, and then you had the meme worthy photo that Eric shared on his Instagram <laughs> from behind the scenes. Everyone was like memeing the heck out of on Twitter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which was so good. So, like, I feel yeah. like that kind of him sharing behind the scenes, like uh, maybe mm-hmm. an hour or two before uh, the episode aired, at least on the East and Central Time yeah. uh, zones. Probably well, and like a little rewatching it again and pausing like there were specific spots where you could easily tell that that was the stunt devil oh yeah for sure like when he was yeah. going over the um like he was thrown over the couch or over the table i can't yeah. remember which one um but you could definitely tell that it was yeah yeah not mr eric winter and i mean we obviously knew that the fight scene was coming because of the promo in a way but mm-hmm. like the rookie cast well the account had shared like two TikToks or whatever that Melissa and Eric had created from their hundredth episode watch party, and everyone kind of alluded to it. They were like Tim in this fight scene, you know, you got to watch it. Like, so it was interesting to see. Um, so then Tim gets the hammer in a position where he's subdued but still conscious, and the hammer just gives up. Um, Tim gets the ring out of the drawer and is on one knee and giving it to her. This was literally memed and gift everywhere um Mm -hmm. he even like opens the ring box and lucy's brain just goes blank like tim's hanging on for dear life he's like here take the box yeah and she tells him good job and like asks if he's okay and he's like yeah i'm great and then he just like falls over yeah we cut to commercial i'm like Mm -hmm. okay we get no like other follow-up after that no, I know. So. I just feel like Tim was so out of it because, <laughs> I mean, like he was like out of breath, like not yeah. you know, kind of like essentially cr- like stumbling on the ground trying to get to the drawer. Like I feel like yeah. he just kind of opened it to make sure it was actually there, yeah, maybe oh, for or sure. something. But it just like seemed you know out yeah. of context. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, like neither of them thought that at mm-hmm. all. But yeah, it was just funny. So then um, Lucy's leaving girls night after getting the call from Tim and she like walks by Selena and Nyla and tells them why she's leaving. And Selena's like, well, maybe he's ready to make up. And Nyla's like, or he has something to say that he's, that's going to want to make you kill him. And he wants witnesses. And I was like, I mean, either is viable or either is an option, but like, why would he want to make up at the, at the station? Like, I don't know, kind of weird um so then lucy gets over to the station and or no lucy was still talking to nyla and selena and she's like you know if tim wants to keep arguing like i just don't see the point which yikes because we don't really know what she alludes to like if they break up or what but um i was like that's 
not sounding very good. So she gets to the station. Tim's not in his office. She sees Officer Jan walk by and he says that he's in the interrogation room. So we go over there. We see that he's hooked up to a lie detector test. He's just sitting there like he's waiting for her. Um, and he's proving that he's rooting for her. Um, and she's like, so I can ask you anything. And it's kind of like sultry and like a little sexy and stuff. And it was just like, I don't know. It was, it was a cute scene. It was really cute. Um, and he's like, yeah, you can, but this is like for the undercover question. So she asks three questions because she wants to be thorough with this. The first one is, does he release bugs that he traps in her apartment outside? Like she asks. Which one is canon that he takes care of the bugs in the house. Like yes. he will do that. Number two, she should have said our apartment because I think he basically lives there. That's fair. But yeah. I mean, it's fine. Technicality. Yeah. So he says no. And it's true. And she's like, you kill them. Like, I can't believe that. <laughs> and, and I was and, like, like, the delivery was so Eric. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just like, no. Yeah. Bugs. Yeah. Um, I feel like that was just a good, like, lighthearted kind of thing to, like, like draw us into this. So then she kind of, like, gets closer. She kind of gets, like, quieter. And she's like, okay, do you love me? And he says, yes, I love you. And then that comes up true. I mean, it better. Honestly, it better. If it didn't, I'd be like, Lucy, leave the room. Like, you're done. Cut the show at this point. You're done. Um, <laughs> so she's, like, happy about that, of course. Um, Kind of, like, breezes over it a little bit. And then she asks, like, she kind of, you know, is like, okay, ready? Like, this is the big one. And he's like, okay, like, they're getting prepared for it. It's cute. They're kind of awkward about it, but they're also, like, kind of cute. Um, And she's like, do you want me to be an undercover detective? He says yes, but the machine is like, nope, liar. And she, she's just like, you liar. And I felt like that was very Melissa. Like Melissa came out in that, not necessarily Lucy. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I kind of felt that. So, um, so Tim's like, oh, well, that's weird. And I tweeted and I was like, that's a glitch in the system. Like, there's no way that that's a lie. There's, it was like, I refuse to believe that right now. So we then cut over to the, re or yeah, to the reception. Tim pulls Lucy away from chatting with Luna for a dance. Um, they talk about the undercover issue. He says he needs to deal with it. It's not fair to her. Like her dream shouldn't stand in the way of his issues. Um, and, or his issue shouldn't stand in the way of her dreams. Um, and they're going to get through this. And she tells him that she loves him and that they're good. So we got two I love yous in this episode. We, it's canon that Chenford like said it and we love to see it. And it happened in the 100th. That is a very good episode to remember. Um, mm -hmm. so then Aaron comes up to them. And is happy that they made up. He's like, everyone didn't think you were going to make it. And like, you know, I said that you were. And he's clearly drunk. And Tim like reprimands him saying that he should care and like not be drunk because as a cop, like he should be like always kind of on. Um, and Lucy's like, where's Selena? And Aaron's like, why should I care? We're not 
it's not like we're together. Ooh, yikes, yikes. And like, like Lucy's kind of taken back by that, but then she's also like, I mean, I don't know what to do with that. And that's yeah. the last we really see of Chenford like as a couple. So, yeah, yeah. I did not understand why True was in the a couple of the uh, promotional photos, like with uh, Eric and Melissa at first yeah. but now it makes sense yeah wait going back to the promotional photos we did not see the clip of aaron selena and lucy like at the bar did we or like at that table not all three of them no i mean the the camera i think was zoomed in on mm -hmm. melissa um i feel like that's a deleted moment yeah that I will probably be better about now too. Mm -hmm. Because I mean that they would just be good. Like I want to see a scene of the three of them. Especially after what Aaron said. Like you know that Lucy clocked to that. Mm -hmm. And she's going to come back to it. Like I need her to. Yeah. I need her to. So. um, Yeah. So speaking about Aaron and Selena. We're going to jump over to them because they're kind of the last storyline. Um, and Luna is at the station to check on Aaron. He's not feeling like he says he's feeling good. He just wishes he could get back out there. Luna then like shares that Gray won't admit it, but it took himself him a while to get himself right after he was shot. And then we hear a loud noise like by the holding cells and it triggers Aaron. Like he thinks that it's a gunshot or something. It did kind of sound like that they probably did that in post-production like you know wanting us to believe that um and clearly he's not doing well um so then we see selena and isla getting ready to go out on patrol which i loved that they were together in this episode i mean that was just what my little heart wanted um aaron like pops into the motor pool to ask selena if he could talk to her for a second she's like yeah it's fine and then she looks at nyla's face and she's like actually no we got to get out and do some work so aaron's like that's fine like i'll just catch up with you later selena and nyla get in the car and nyla's like i'm gonna figure out your new nickname and selena's like okay i don't really know what to do with that um and this is a running thing with Nyla. She's got mm -hmm. nicknames for everyone. Yeah. I need to know her nicknames for Tim, Lucy, Angela. Like, everyone who she hasn't worked with. Mm -hmm. She had one for John, right? She probably had a couple. I think so, but Damn, I don't... What the heck was were. John's? I think she kind of changed him up. Gosh darn it, because Aaron's was, what, 5% or whatever? Yeah, or uh, five minutes. Wait, maybe she only started them when it was with Aaron. Well, but she called Lucy not Nolan. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Season. That's true. What the heck? Makia, can you tweet and tell us what the nickname was? Please, if you listen also. to this, please. <laughs> I mean, it would be I like did. a full season two, season three rewatch. Yeah. Which we could easily do. Yeah. Well, if anyone else knows, or if we're just imagining things, just tell us either way. Yeah, because she could have easily came up with it when she was with Lucy for the day or whatever, and then like stuck with it with Aaron. But I just love that it's a thing now, and I need to know everyone else's nicknames. So, yeah. 
Um, so Selena and Nyla pull up to their case, um, and it's two neighbors fighting over the one neighbor's dog who is now sick. Nyla tells Selena to take point, calling her Miss Cleo, her new nickname after the psychic. Um, which I don't know what I was expecting the nickname to be, but I wasn't really expecting it to be that. But yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm sure she'll come up with another one. Mm -hmm. So so the dog owner thinks that the neighbor poisoned her dog because she didn't like him. So Selena's like, I'm going to go take a look at the dog. She finds the planter that's been chewed on. We find out that the dog owner got the planter from the farmer's market. Um, and Nyla's like, okay, well, it has to be tested and the dog needs to go to the vet. Like, tell them that he might have ingested a narcotic. So that's kind of it that we see there. Um, then we go and see Selena catch back up with Aaron at the station and she's like, sorry, I'm on a mission to impress Nyla. Like, she apologized for blowing him off. Um, and he's like, no, it's cool. I'm having a hard day. They hug. They had a couple of hugs in this episode, which I was, like, hard eyes for. Um, Nyla breaks it up. Honestly, this entire scene felt like season one Talia getting Nolan and Lucy vibes. I didn't hate it. I did not hate it. And I loved it even more that it was Nyla and Thora's. But I was like interesting like it's kind of it's giving that it was giving that um and then selena like kind of runs off to do whatever um and so we are left with nyla and aaron and she's like how's it going with the department psychiatrist um and he's like yeah i should be good cleared any day now like i'm doing good and nyla's just like "Mm, okay and she like looks at him skeptically and like walks away and it's just classic Nyla. Like, I love it. I love it. Um, I also love how, like, even though he's not riding with her, like, he's definitely graduated out of the, like, rookie phase and everything. Um, She still kind of looks at him, not as a rookie, but just, like, she looks out for him and, like, protects him. And, like, she's always kind of cautious with him. Like, I'm going to make sure that he's good. Like um i don't know it's just it's very it's nice to see that like she didn't just like lose him as a rookie and like move on you know like the rookie as a whole really embodies the found family aspect like everyone kind of watches out for everyone else um maybe just at different times so then angela joins nyla in the viewing room for the for interrogation and Nyla shares that the talk screen came back for the planter, which was pure heroin. Uh, they've got a suspect. And Angela asks Nyla if she needs help, like, taking a run at him. And Nyla's like, nope, the boot's gonna do it. And they look at each other, which was great. And Nyla invited Angela to watch the show. Which is kind of like their form of hazing her, in a way. Um, But yeah, I love that they are, like, always testing the rookies. Like, they tested Aaron with like his five questions or whatever so um so we see selena start interrogating this guy he's not admitting to anything she talks about the consequences and what's going to happen and how if he talks like it can help him he's obviously a little nervous starts to leave um and she gives him her card and she's like you know call me anytime if you have any updates um angela and nyla walk in they tell her that she has room for improvement but angela's like hey you got him to the finish line um 
And Selena's like, yeah, but I didn't get him across the finish line. So now Selena has to write it up and hand it off to Narcotics. Um, so you can tell that she's a little beat up about that. Um, but Aaron then calls Selena at the respective bachelor, bachelorette parties. And he's like, yeah, we could go get dinner. Like, this is really lame. Selena turns him down again, um, sharing that she failed today and has to show Harper what she's capable of, even if it means baking a cake. And Harper hears the conversation, obviously, because they're not, like, far from each other. They're literally, like, two steps away. Um, and she figured it was Aaron, pointing out how close they are lately. And again, I was getting John and Tally, or John, Tally, and Lucy vibes. And I was like, where's this going? Like, I don't know. Um, and Selena's like, yeah, is that a problem? And Nyla's like, it could be because you went through a trauma together. You're bonded over it, but you can't be his entire support system. Like that's slow poison. And that's kind of, that's why he has the department psychiatrist, psychologist. Um, so then we see Aaron and Selena at the wedding and she asked how long he stayed at the bachelor party. And he's like, I didn't, I left right after we talked um and so she's like you don't seem to be like hanging out with other guys as much like taking nyla's comment and doing something with it and aaron's like i would rather hang out with you um and she's like yeah but you should have more people to talk to like you know why not it couldn't hurt and he's like are you trying to get rid of me um and she's like no never like you can never get rid of me um, she's just looking out for him. He thanks her, hugs her, tells her she's the best, which I mean, like peak best friend moments, you know? Um, so then Selena and Aaron are dancing. They're looking at Chenford, hoping they'll be fine. Aaron then suggests going outside to get some air. Um, and she then tells him about Mercury merging into Pisces, um, and how it amplifies psychic activity, especially for people born with Mercury in Pisces and points to herself. So she is a Pisces or has Pisces in her big three, um, which is mm -hmm. funny because we kind of talked about it in our love language episode. So, and mm -hmm. I think a couple of us did decide she was a Pisces. So, yeah, so that was fun. Mm -hmm. um, and then he asks her what that means, like kind of in a just kind of i don't know i took it as like sarcastic but also like like enlighten me um and so she's like just pay attention to your dreams over the next few weeks and he's like well my dreams are violent so yeah there's nothing really good about them um and he hasn't told anyone that even the shrink especially if he wants to get back on patrol aaron that's not good you need to tell someone like you need to tell that shrink like I get it. He wants to get back on patrol and that's not going to be the way to help him. But like, that's also not a good way to help him by keeping it to himself. Um, So he tells her that she's the only one that he could talk to about all this. And she's like, yeah, I'll always be there for you. Um, And then he goes to kiss her. And what possibly might be one of the most awkward, like, starts to it. Um, She quickly pulls away. And... Yeah he got the wrong impression like it's just it's all kinds of awkward and she's like yeah i'm gonna just go get a drink um he knows he messed up somehow there's like another like bar or something that's like just not an operation behind them um and so we see her walking out to her car 
and her phone rings and it's Seth, the suspect from earlier. He called her for help. And then all that we see is like, she lifts her trunk open to get her go bag. She unzips her dress and then like, that's it. Um, then we see Aaron just like downing tequila shots at the bar. Like he's drinking away his sorrows, which yeah, I don't know about that. Um, but so Selena pulls up to get Seth. They're ambushed. She calls Nyla for help, but is then pulled out of the car and like Nyla just kind of hears her screams and like calls for help. Um, so Nyla like goes up to the team members she can. Others like come. Tim and Lucy come from God knows where and they just seem like they don't know what's going on. Um, and everyone's mobilizing. Aaron comes in and he's like, Yeah, I heard Selena's missing. Um, and he's like, I'll go too. And Tim's like, you're not. You're drunk. Sit down. Do some praying. And it reminded me of Gray like telling Randy to sit down. So I was like, perfect. Mm-hmm. We've got our sassy sergeants here. It's fine. Um, <laughs> yes. The team then pulls up to Selena's car. They find blood, follow the trail. Um, and they find her and Seth being held hostage. Selena's okay. We're good. She's not like, you know, shot or anything. She's fine. The team splits up and comes up with a couple of plans to get her safely. Roland takes a couple of guys down. Lucy's there with them to like, you know, stay with the two guys that they first took down. Nolan ends up going in there starting and like start to fight. Selena gets out of there. Fine. Everyone's caught. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where we left off with the rookie. It'll be interesting to see because 603 promo photos show tim nyla and gray all like looking very serious and pissed off mm-hmm. and then there was another one where they're talking to selena and they're in the same spot so like the two photos go hand in hand and i kind of i wonder why they're talking to her but then after yeah. thinking about it more i was like maybe they're reprimanding her for this episode like for going in mm-hmm. alone doing all of this like because nyla was her to for this episode mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. gray's watch commander like you know maybe that was the case or they're giving her an update on the case mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to see because she's not gonna mm-hmm. have john there so she'll have tim as a to right. <laughs> and if she like really screwed up like oh yeah it's not gonna be good but mm-hmm. yeah so um, another fun thing to mention, I mean, if you watch Chicago PD, like you'll get it. And um Lisette and the guy who played the um suspect talked about it last night or posted about it, but um the actor who played Seth was also in an episode of Chicago PD that Lisette starred in, like it was like her big episode because they do character-centric episodes. Um mm-hmm. and yeah so that was fun to see like at first i was like he looks familiar and i thought it was from that pd episode and i was like his hair is different though so i can't i can't uh say for sure and then i saw promo pictures were dropped like after like more and i was like that name sounds very familiar so and then i saw that they had posted about it i was like there we go but yeah so that was fun um but yeah, that's kind of it that we have for the rookie six oh two. Uh, we do have some listener thoughts. Do you want to take us through the first one? Yes, if I can. There we go. 
Yes. Uh, so Paige had said, I literally loved every single thing about this episode. I can't even talk about Chenford or I will cry. It was all amazing. I love Paige. Same. Yeah. Honestly, it was, it was really good. Yeah. I was just, the entire episode, I was like, this is a really good one. This is, this is one that I'll go back and rewatch multiple times. Um, So, Lisa had said this episode was amazing. The group scenes were good. Um, and we finally got to hear Tim and Lucy say, I love you. So, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Janice had said it was really good and I enjoyed it. I think a couple of things could have been left out. So, we could see everyone together longer at the reception. Um, they had also mentioned or said no mention of Jackson or Ben, who is supposedly Nolan's BFF. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't but, have thought yeah. about the Jackson one or like expected it. The Ben one, yeah, I could see, but also we haven't seen Ben in how long? So, I mean, it's not while. like it's not like he still lives in Ben's house. If that was the case, then yeah, I'd be like, okay, where's Ben? But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Lauren said, I absolutely loved Tim and Lucy's I Love You scenes. Um, and Nolan and Bailey's vows were amazing. They were, they were. Mm-hmm. Uh Danielle had said uh that the while the episode was good, the 100th episode um, could have had a convo between Chen and Nolan that they wish Jackson could have been there. Um, could have paid tribute to Detective Carradine since he passed away, like the actor uh, passed away uh, in real life. Uh, had a mention of Abigail, Tamara, and or Ben. And possibly talked about vow renewal for Wilpez because we never got to see their wedding. Yeah. I think someone else had mentioned the Wopez uh, vow renewal somewhere on Twitter. I can't remember yeah. who, but. Uh, I wouldn't have expected somewhere. it to be at Balin's wedding, though. Like. It's fitting that the 100th episode was Balin's wedding because the show was like about John Nolan in the beginning. So mm-hmm. the mention of Abigail, though, yeah, mm-hmm. I would have kind of expected it if they had if they were bringing Henry back. But then after seeing that we didn't really get a Henry like, mm-hmm. you know, him actually coming back, I'm yeah. kind of like, OK, that's fine. Yeah, I wonder if the Abigail thing has to do with the fact that the actress that plays Abigail is, like, on the staff as a um, writer, I think. Wait, she is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh my God, I she did posted not know about that. that. Um, I did not know about that. Last week or something. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Because I kind of, I, I want an update on Henry and Abigail. It was in my yeah. wish list. I thought we were going to get it and we didn't get it. So like if she is on the writing staff or whatever, we saw that behind the scenes picture of her. So I wonder if like she is in an episode or scenes or if she was just there like just to hang out on set. Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't know exactly like what all her, you know, 
like role entails mm -hmm. now being on the other side of things yeah so and like the convo between lucy and john about like jackson it would have been good to have i guess just because of like how they've grown but i feel like that would have been more like if lucy had passed her detective's exam in the hundredth episode and like her and john were talking about like how they started like that conversation could still come That's if she true. passes the exam they're talking or something and she's like man like i wish that jackson was here because we all like have come such a long way or something but i mean jackson did meet bailey briefly but it's yeah, not like he had been around like when they were dating for a while and like engaged so i could see why they didn't really bring him up but yeah i don't know um becky had said tim opening up to the guys about him and lucy's situation was good um chastity calling lucy out about the reservations that lucy has um about going undercover and how it could affect Chenford's relationship was good and really interesting. Yeah, someone was like, we need to talk about this. Um, and I was kind of like, I didn't really know how to perceive the whole scene anyway. Because I was like... Oh, wait, they were like, we, as in like you, like we should talk about no, it on the like podcast? No, oh. fandom. Oh, um, okay. I was like... Because like Chastity called her out. But I'm like... But is Chastity talking about Lucy could be nervous about going undercover and basically just bringing those like reservations like to boil? Or is she hinting that like it might not just be Tim who's nervous, but Tim's like voicing his concerns? I mean, I think it's that's kind of a, like they're almost the same yeah. type of thing. Either Part way, of I think me she was, was thinking like Tamara's nervous too. And like her and Tim oh. have talked about it. But then I, was I didn't like, even think that. I just thought it was like pointedly at Lucy without actually outright saying it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, Fran Cheska said the entire episode was a love letter to fans. I'm wondering though if Lucy is underestimating her own apprehension with uc work uh as much as she was right about tim i think he is sort of right about her in the fact that she may be projecting a bit mm. i didn't even think mm. about that yeah well there really is a lot of discussion yeah uh, about this i didn't see any of that on twitter yeah mm. i don't know i i get why she's bringing up all the isabel stuff but i'm also like he's moved on from isabel like i can see why that would be affecting him but also like lucy is a whole different person and like mm -hmm. him and isabel haven't been together in such a long time like yeah um mm -hmm. but mandy had said i loved everything from the chaos to tim fighting the hammer to the group scenes where chenford was talking about each other it was so good oh i can't leave the out the little bit of angela wanting popcorn to watch chenford and her and nyla being bffs yeah mm -hmm. angela's a whole mood i mean at all times yeah. she is um yeah. i loved that like chenford was openly talking about each other in front of everyone else like it wasn't like oh yeah like everything's fine with us but it was also like no like i trust these people I need to open up to them and get their thoughts. And I know that they're 
opinion about Tim won't change. So it was yeah. nice to see. It cracked me up though, because like Randy was the one to answer Tim when he was actually venting. Yeah. <laughs> I was, wow, Randy of all people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh so oh gosh. Okay. Um Chenford, is that an L or is that yeah, a I one? Think so. An L, okay. Uh Chenford L zero five one seven uh had said the episode was amazing. They loved it. They loved the uh, fight with Tim and the hammer. Uh, loved the loved the Chenford. I love yous and the dance. Uh, they are glad that Chenford made up for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, blessed turtle had said starting off the episode with an even more epic version of daddy cop from 513 with the choir on top of it was certainly a choice love how nolan just gave up and walked off i was legitimately so confused i was like wait am i watching the right episode because i wasn't watching on cable again so oh, i was, I was like i don't know if this is the right stream but then when like, the choir came out i was like this is new this is new <laughs> yeah um i kind of feel like we could meme nolan walking away too we yeah, just we meme could. nolan walking apparently is yeah. what we do walking or running yeah no his face uh, i was like oh that's that's another meme right there for sure mm-hmm. for sure he really was done yeah yeah capital d-o-n-e done yeah yeah <laughs> and i wonder if he told bailey about that <laughs> but then apparently it happened like last week like it happened the week before in the rookie universe like in the rookie timeline because no or because grave was like imagine my surprise when i looked at this body cam footage from a week ago it's like Mm -hmm. interesting but like we know that the cold open sometimes don't have anything to do with the episode overall so Mm -hmm. yeah it was just funny um and then, of course, we knew, like, earlier in the day yesterday that Xander Holly was going to release, like, the full version of Daddy Cop. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, the cast kind of, like, bullied him into it. And I was like, hey, I'm not um, protesting this either. Listen, so. it was good. Like, it really is, like, kind of catchy. I know. I need to listen to the full thing just, just to have a good laugh. So, yeah. Um, but I loved the... She puts the short and shorty and like, you know, his arms and his butt. I was like, oh my God, like I cannot do this. It was yeah. good. It was good. So Blessed Turtle also said, speaking of Nolan, of course his wedding wasn't going to be smooth sailing. We wouldn't have it any other way. Despite the hiccups, it still turned out beautiful in the end. Not ashamed to admit I cried a little dur- during Bailey's vows. Their vows were really good. Yeah, like, I was really like, good. oh, that's so nice. Oh, that's so sweet. Like, oh my gosh. I was yeah. Just, yeah. Um, they also said, as for Thorson, he's in a really bad place right now. I'm very interested in seeing how his journey to recovery goes. I'm seeing some chatter online claiming his mistake with Selena was way too out of character, but I kind of feel like that's the point. He isn't the same anymore. He's been through something incredibly traumatic, and by his own admission, he's not dealing with it very well. I have faith that the writers will handle his character arc this season with the nuance and respect it deserves. Yeah, he definitely was not himself. Um, I don't think it was a trauma response because, I mean, it didn't happen like right when you know 
like he came out of surgery or his coma or anything but i feel like it was just kind of a like he misunderstood the signals and like he's not in a good spot and so he was just kind of like she's been there for me like you know um but i will say that i don't hate it i mean <laughs> but also like i wouldn't be mad if they just keep them as friends i don't know i don't want it to be awkward though between them like if it could be a nolan and lucy thing where they just like move past it and act like it never happened if they don't go there and like hook up as a couple like that's fine but i don't want it to be like awkward between them so i would like to hear what nyla has to say about it though just because she would have some like sassy sarcastic comment to say so if she even finds out yeah that's true no one ever found out about nolan and lucy so, so and we're on 100 episodes so yeah. um they also said lastly chenford i can't un- overstate how glad i am that there was no grandiosity or spectacle to them finally saying i love you we've known this for years and so have they they've both been all in since day one it was basically a formality at this point and i'm happy it was treated as such hopefully now that they've made up from their first real fight like everything or most of everything will be good for them so yeah yeah i do like that the i love you's were pretty like subtle like they didn't need a huge like scene or anything but i think it kind of helped that like that wasn't the main point of the episode like that was just kind of a supporting point in a way so Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah uh holly said overall i loved how this episode transitioned and how the scenes all flowed together the rookie has really uh nailed giving a great balance of the personal lives of the characters we love and the professional aspects one thing she does miss however is uh she does wish that there had been a way for tamara to be a part of the 100th episode um -hmm. yeah that's fair we mentioned that earlier um holly also mentioned selena and aaron uh saying i adore their friendship and really think that's what they both need right now but i'm all for i'm all in for them becoming more down the line uh and then for chenford everything about them in this episode was great holly said the conflict and angst was real and not just happening for the sake of drama. Uh, she loved that by the end they were finally communicating and, uh, you know, now that there's Tim actually acknowledging what bothers him about the undercover thing, uh, she really wants to see how Lucy would uh, address her own effects long term. And uh, Holly also said that the I love yous uh she will be thinking about those moments for a very long time yeah again same yeah they have nailed like giving a great balance of the personal lives and the professional like there there's never a disconnect with those there's never like oh i want more personal or i want more professional so yeah but Mm -hmm. i think we're all talked out for the 100th episode yeah which is was a lot us, but yeah it was a lot and i can't believe it's honeymoon time mm-hmm. 
for Balin next week. I Which can't is... believe that we're like in the hundredth episode territory. Mm-hmm. So now Crazy. this one will be one oh one. Mm-hmm. Um I just can't believe I mean I'm glad I'm just glad that there's no break in between the wedding and the hunting honeymoon yeah. episode. Um yeah. Yeah. Um this entire week with the social media has been amazing. We've gotten behind the scenes, we've gotten videos, we've gotten like the rookie account did like three different versions of everyone in like their attire for the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean it's just it's been it's been a great week and it definitely felt like the rookie social media accounts, the cast, like they all leaned into mm-hmm. the hundredth episode celebration um yeah. and celebrated it for us with us you know they were retweeting stuff they were sharing things with us like it it just felt like a really good week um, yeah so mm-hmm. yeah especially with jenna uh duan taking over the rookie instagram yeah. today uh wednesday when we're recording this was uh pretty cool yeah to i see need to just... go in and look at that so yeah she had posted you know behind the scenes i mean some of it we had already seen you know like her you know and entrance into the you know wedding scene but it was cool to see it from the you know behind the camera um Mm -hmm. and just i mean i personally love the whole getting ready montages of things so i really enjoyed that um you know just seeing it all come together for the wedding look um her dress was beautiful mm -hmm. and it was from anthropology so yeah but but yeah, with that, you guys can find us on Twitter at the shop talk pod underscore or email us at shop talk the rookie podcast at gmail.com with all of your thoughts. Uh, we're individually on Twitter as well. I'm at jstark804. And I'm at Carrie Hyman. And we're also on TikTok at the shop talk pod underscore podcast um, underscore. Huh? Shop talk podcast underscore. That's right. Okay. Oh <laughs> we my haven't God. been the, on TikTok in a while. Right. <laughs> and i don't have it like on the outline i was like trying to remember it from memory but i mean i'm 99.9 yeah. percent sure yeah someone else can correct us we don't know what we're saying anymore <laughs> we don't even know our own tiktok handle that's no. fine don't. um but yeah we're all don't forget to check out our t public store for new merch um next week we'll be back covering 603 and i can confirm that it is at the shop talk podcast underscore on TikTok. Yay. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well with that, we'll talk to everyone later. Bye. Bye guys. Go get them, boo.